Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Seamless transition to the live wire. Here you go, Fiddy. Take us away. All right. So we got some Bryce Young audio that we're going to get to. And I did want to get back into Frank Reich talking about his status because the status we went into Wes's rant, which was epic. And I want y'all to hear the way he talked about him. Because the way he talked about Bryce being able to play on Sunday, I don't think we're going to see him and on the field at Seattle. Bryce was listed as a projected DNP um, due to an ankle. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how he is tomorrow. Um, but that's all the update I have for you right now. How did he get hurt, Frank? Don't know the exact play. Don't know the exact play. And... What would you say his chances are? Um, don't know the answer to that right now. We'll see how he is tomorrow. Is it a high ankle? Is it a standard? Do you know, along those lines? I, I, yeah, we'll just, I do not. With that said, um, do you think that impacted his performance? On, on I do not. Yeah, I do not think it impacted his performance. The amount of I do nots in that in that 43 <laughs> second clip was it, kind of shocking. Um, how the hell does an NFL coach that reviewed the film probably the night of yesterday and today does not know when his quarterback may have gotten injured? I, I'm not actually more focused on those questions because sometimes this thing happens, right? It can happen in a basketball game or a football game where you might just be rolling off of adrenaline and you're not showing symptoms of having a bum ankle or anything like that. What I'm more interested in and what I find more questionable is not knowing what the severity of the injury is right now. Right. So, okay. Did you find out about the injury so close to practice time where you decided, you know what, we're going to allow him to go out there with mental reps. And then when we come back from practice, I'm going to speak to the media and then we'll get this thing figured out and we'll hold on to this information until we get real clarity, hopefully tomorrow. That's the more questionable stuff as far as the timing, because Wes, you can tell me if I'm wrong. Most of the time we know what play for sure, because they're on the ground. Then you in some parts need to get the card out sometimes you need to be helped off of the field but other times we know guys get banged up and they keep playing because of adrenaline whatever and then there's nothing real visible as to oh this is clearly when he got hurt Mm -hmm. i'm not questioning that nearly as much what say you the thing that you think about just a little bit to give a little bit of pushback is for one bryce i'm sure would have told either the trainers or the coach hey on this play, this happened maybe now to your theory about the adrenaline pump and maybe he doesn't remember. But I would think as a player, you know pretty much when you got jacked. And so I would we think We see that, on the QB documentary, though, they would fight tooth and nails. Uh, did, did I say tooth and nail? Yeah, you yeah. Did. That's weird. Tooth and nail is Is correct. that a thing? Yeah, 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 yeah tooth and nail for sure. All right. Yeah. Well, I, I meant it. I'm saying it with my chest this time. Yeah. But they would fight <laughs> in order to get out there on the football field and downplay any injury. I don't think – we see this from players quite a bit, downplaying injury. Yeah, and so I would think that even if he came to the trainers and told them the trainers are for sure going to co- 
go and tell the head coach, especially your starting quarterback, they're going to know every detail about this man's life. So if he's hurt, they're going to come and say, hey, Bryce has got an ankle. We're checking into it. We'll let you know what we find out. So that's the only thing I think about when he's saying how much stuff he does not know. I would think that Bryce Young would have told somebody what play, how severe, and then they would have relayed the message to Frank Reich if Bryce didn't tell him himself. It does not help the conspiracy theories out there, I will tell you. <laughs> yeah, that. That, that, that definitely does not. That is the fire. Frank Reich, gasoline, throw it all over the place and send your eyebrows off of your face. That is how much he's feeding all these conspiracy theories. All right, now let's get to the other Bryce Young audio that I had planned for today's show. Remember Chris Sims? Remember after the first preseason game, his wife, Johnny Muscles, they weren't impressed with what they saw from the rookie quarterback. Then in a losing effort at Atlanta, he said he saw things that made him a believer in Bryce Young. Well, then something happened Uh-oh. after Monday night's game because <laughs> after an 0-2 start, he says the front office has to be questioning why they drafted him. Is Bryce Young, uh, I don't like the way it looks. That's just this plain and simple fact of it. You know, I'd be sitting there if I was working for the Carolina Panthers going, damn, did we really draft him with the number one pick? Did we? Is that what we did? We, he he can't make any big throws outside the numbers, right? He can't really run away from people. The Red Sea parted one time and he ran up the middle. Uh, so that is what concerns me. He does not look like C.J. Stroud or Anthony Richardson on the field. There's no way. They clearly right now look a notch above uh, Bryce Young. Like, clearly. I don't think that's debatable. I think if you ask any quarterback who ever played quarterback in the history of football and the ones in football right now and you got them in a, in a room privately, they'd go, yeah, it, it don't look right right now. I would much rather have C.J. Stroud than Anthony Richardson. Woo. Uh, man, that's interesting that he would come with that type of opinion, especially after what he said in week one, because to me, that makes him look a little wild, how he's going from one extreme <laughs> yeah. to the other. You know what I'm saying? And so when you look at it and you look at how these teams are made up, that both of these guys, they have a few receivers. I mean, you look at Anthony Richardson and you look at what they got. Michael Pittman Jr. is a guy that can get open. Josh Downs is a young guy. That's, he's a young guy that's got some speed and capable of separation. So there are some players there. He's got some decent tight ends at his disposal as well. And then you look at the Houston, Texas. Now, I'm not saying that these guys' uh, receiving cords are world beaters, but look at how it's built. Robert Woods is a KG vet. He's been a multiple-time 1,000-yard receiver. Lord knows he didn't do anything last year because I had him on my fantasy team as well. But this is a guy that's still capable of getting open, catching balls. Tank Dell is a young electric receiver that's fast. He might not have it all figured out, but Tank Dell can get open and he can beat guys and win one-on-one matchups. And then Nico Collins, you just talked about yesterday, uh, Walker, is a young receiver that's also coming into his own. So there's some things there. Now, am I saying that Bryce Young looks perfect or being a Bryce Young apologist? No, there are definitely some things he needs to clean up but how a guy like Chris Sims because a lot of people love to bring credibility into arguments and so how a guy like Chris Sims that has played in the NFL that was a top prospect coming out of high school to play football at the University of Texas he should know that the receiving core and the things that he's having to deal with now does Bryce have some plays that definitely make you do a little bit of wondering sure but it's rookies at the end of the day uh Anthony Richardson and C.J. Stroud are also going to have some of those moments as well. But there's no doubt they're playing better football right now. And it's, it is, as we talked about this week, it's applying pressure on Bryce 
to put up some numbers. Let me get this next piece of sound in, Walker, then we'll get your thoughts because he didn't stop there. Him and Mike Florio on the same <laughs> podcast said the Bryce Young pick, it was a pick to satisfy the Panthers owner. And this is part of the problem of an owner who gets himself involved in the process. David Tepper got himself involved, going to the pro days, having dinner, developing an affinity personally for Bryce Young, developing a sense that I really like this guy. I want this guy to be the guy who's my quarterback and forcing it through. Not that the owner ever says you must do this. Peter King and I have this argument all the time. One of the benefits of being that rich and powerful is everyone is hanging on every word you say. They're trying to discern what it is you want so they can give you what you want without you ever having to ask for it. It's a very difficult I don't spot. even think they had to discern on this one, Mike. I, I think this Chris, was flat out like, I like him and we're going to take yeah. him. That, that's what it I seems want him. Like. Yeah, right. I would say there, what owner doesn't have a say in who they're going to pick and pretty much every organization in the NFL. I don't know any head coach or GM that's going to blatantly disregard what the owner wants. Now, we've heard the Dallas story, like when he wanted Johnny Manziel. They took Zach Martin. They went against him. But his son still had to talk him off the ledge and say, listen, this is what we're going to do. So did Tepper well, have a say in it? Sure. but Yeah, I think with David Tepper, this is fair to question. Chris Sims, he does seem a little wild going back and forth and back and forth. Okay, so I don't to, to make declarations after every single game. Oh, buddy, he's going to be it's going to be wild takes all across the board. <laughs> yeah. Now he's going to be great. Oh, now he's not. I saw a lot of things I liked in this game. I didn't. Now he's going to be a bust. It's way too wild with this. We know that David Tepper has been involved in the past making some of these decisions or at least being involved in personnel decisions. We can go back to the Deshaun Watson pursuit. We know that David Tepper was willing to give up a lot of money to go after Deshaun Watson, except the difference reportedly was that Cleveland was willing to give Deshaun $250 million guaranteed, and the guaranteed portion, it deterred a lot of teams from going after Deshaun after that. Cleveland was willing to pony up, and even David Tepper at that point, he was not. A couple of NFC South teams were willing, the Atlanta Falcons and the Carolina Panthers, and apparently that was a David Tepper call. So I'm not surprised at all. I don't even think you see a lot of the David Tepper, like the kind of uh, you know, tour bus that was along with the Carolina Panthers where Frank Reich and Scott Fitter and David Tepper are going to meet with all of these QBs. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but I don't feel like you see that with what was Jim Mersey doing that with every single QB. And we know Jim Mersey is liable to say something crazy. Mm -hmm. We do know that. But is he going up there and walking with Chris Ballard and Shane Steichen and meeting these guys at their pro days? Or is he just waiting to beat them once they have a, a, a workout? You know, is that happening with these other teams that were in, in draft a QB? Yeah, I'm sure that David Tepper was very fond of Bryce Young to the point where he had some kind of say in them selecting him. Now, there's enough of the track record and the pedigree, as you've mentioned, to where it looked like a perfectly reasonable pick, given who else there was up there with him in Anthony Richardson and C.J. Stroud. But yeah, we've seen David Tepper be involved in personnel decisions before, so I don't doubt that here with Bryce Young. Yeah, and so uh, they're just going back and forth with their opinions. But as you said, I, I think that for sure Tepper had some into it, uh, some opinion. But it's like with Bryce's pedigree, how low was he going to go if the Panthers didn't take him? Somebody was going to take him in Houston the top was five. Reported, Houston was reportedly going to take him too. That's what I'm saying. So what are we talking about? And the rumors there were that Houston, if they would have moved up to number one, they would have taken Bryce Young. 
Exactly. Now, it doesn't mean they were right or wrong. We don't know yet, but apparently that was what was going to happen with Houston when we were talking about How a pre-draft. they change. All right, any other sound bites you wanted to play for us, Fetty? I've got some fun ones now that we want to get to, just because, you know, this is supposed to be a fun audio segment. So on Sunday... Travis Kelsey made his grand return for the Chiefs, and he did so in a big way, scoring his first touchdown in Jacksonville. Kelsey, the motion man, low snap. Mahomes moving pocket. Mahomes floats it up. Caught. Touchdown, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey finds a blank space hmm. for the score. All right, so do you guys know why... High and Eagle, maybe the best play-by-play man in sports. One with the blank space reference in regards to Kelsey's first touchdown of the season. Yes, I do know it was a great call to work that <laughs> in and actually have it flow within the confines of what is a normal call. It was great from High and Eagle to reference what is a Taylor Swift song, Blank Space, and Travis. Is it a song or an album? It is a song. Okay, that's what I thought. It's a, it's, it's actually on my playlist. I downloaded it to my Apple Music the other day. It's a good song. It's a very good song. So, of course, there's been a lot, of, a lot of rumors about Swift and Kelsey maybe dating. Well, Jason Kelsey joined WIP in Philadelphia today, and uh, he confirmed that the rumors, they're true. By the way, how are they doing? How are those two doing? How are those love? No, that's right. <laughs> hey, <Yeah>. I, um... <laughs> Jason, I, you know, you know everything know. Everything you say gets quoted on these days. You know that, right? I know. I get it. And that's the way the world works. And um, got, Tony kind of blindsided me with that question on Thursday night. And I, uh, you know, I don't know. It's it's it's, it's hard to answer because I don't really know a lot about what's happening in Travis's love life. And I try to, like, keep, uh, you know, <laughs> his business kind of his business <laughs> sure. and, and stay out of that world. Uh, you know, but having said that, man, I I, I, I think they're doing great, and I think it's all 100% true, and I hope that this soon goes a mile down, Joe. I don't think what's happening. So. <laughs> wow. Good, good for them, Jason. Good good for them, man. That's that's excellent. If this is true, is this the best player-musician couple since Romo and Carrie Underwood back in 2007? <laughs> it's got to be up there. And how many more people will be empowered to shoot their shot because – Travis Kelsey wanted to date her. He made it known that he he went to her concert and shot his shot, and it appears that it's paying off for him. Well, let me start it with two things. Yeah, I watched the Kansas City Chiefs America's game the other day. The brotherly love that those two have, man, it's it's very special. Like Travis Kelsey literally chokes up talking about what his brother means to him, and he's the reason that Travis wears number eighty-seven. Oh, they're so it's, stars. It's Both pretty of them. cool, but they love each other to death. Like this man was crying talking about his brother. But for two. To bring this back to the Taylor Swift deal, this is the perfect woman for Travis Kelsey, okay? Because when you look at what his girlfriend, Kayla Nicole, said about him, his previous ex, that Travis Kelsey denied, but she called him cheap and said that he made her pay for half of everything. So he denied this, oh, no. but if this is how he rolls, I mean, he's got the perfect woman now. She's got bags way bigger than his. He doesn't ever have to worry about having to spoil her 24-7. She's going to spoil him at times, I'm sure, because Taylor Swift strikes me as that kind of woman that she's going to take care of her man because of the bags that she's getting. So I think this is a match made in heaven uh, for Travis Kelsey. I think the next album will be Kansas City Red. <laughs>
But if they, okay. <laughs> but if they break up, okay. he's got to be ready because she's going to have that 12-song LP on deck. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Please just stay together or maybe people are pulling First thing, for them to I'm the up. chief or you weren't the chief or yeah, something right. like that. Not the chief for me. <laughs> right. No. Yeah. You need to, I don't know where you go, but you need to get out of my Mahomes. But good job, Kelsey. <laughs> These are really bad. <laughs> no, they're not good. They're not good. No, I like I'm, that. Get out of my Mahomes. Okay. All right. We're, we're going to try to work on this. We'll try to be better.